Okay, so uh, in the last episode, we were talking about uh, Wolfman, things we liked about it, which was very, very short, <laughs> and the things we didn't like about it, which was about <laughs> half an hour of the episode. Um, yeah. And uh, we said that this week we are going to rewrite the wolf. I'm kind of nervous because I don't know where we're going with this. It's going to be very exciting. In this episode of Murdering a Podcast. Welcome to Murdering a Podcast, two writers' journey to produce a narrative murder mystery. He pure of heart and says his prayers by night may become a wolf when the wolf blame blooms and the autumn moon is bright. I think. I think that is actually the right one. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's gone from my head. Uh, the Wolfman, uh, the 2010 version with uh, uh, Benicio del Toro, uh, made by Universal Pictures to capitalise on the fact that they had this thing, is not a particularly good film. It hasn't had particularly good rating from people, and we are going to rewrite it today. Now, at the end of the last, oh, yeah. she'd had a story, some sort of pillar that we could start to base uh, this rewrite on. Let's. We're only a minute into recording already, and and we're getting. This is the most efficient we've ever been on an episode. I know we're never efficient. We're never efficient. Um, so yeah, it is a fragment of an idea. So it comes from something that you said in the last thing about um, him not knowing that he's a werewolf, and it, it stems from the asylum concept. Um, and the idea is to base it on play on the the idea that it to make lead the audience into thinking that it is a delusion. So right, yeah. yeah. So having this character. So I, again, I think what you said about having the dad being not another werewolf. Mm-hmm. I think the other werewolf needs to be something else. But I have I an idea have, for that when we get to it. Mm, but I like the idea that he gets attacked by a werewolf. Um, he doesn't realise it's in a werewolf attack. So instead of being the moron that gets mauled by a monster um have it so that he's not chasing after the bloody werewolf so he you know as he's sort of coming into town maybe getting yeah again the pub scene is too similar to the to the werewolf in london so i would rip anything out that's similar to the werewolf in london just take that away Um, there there is going to be a bit of a problem i mean american werewolf in london that that opening bit was pretty much based on the ideas and the imagery and stuff from the 40s uh, Wolfman. So Original Wolfman. Yeah, yeah. that's why it's it, there's there's so okay. many um, So let's ke- I mean let's keep that then. So they maybe he's out drinking with this he's out he's just come to to the moors he's doing a show because he's a he's an actor. So he's doing a show. I would have completely got rid of the brother. Just Ooh, not add that that's in okay. there. Okay, yes, all right. Okay. Um, so he's he's there. He's visiting family. He's having a drink. Um, he's a bit pissed. He goes to head off home, and that's when he gets attacked right at the beginning. Um, and he thinks it's he doesn't know what's attacked him because he's so drunk. Yeah. He gets rushed into hospital, and they patch him up. So they have no idea that this monster has just attacked him. They know that there's 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 these rumours of, of a madman wandering the moors, but they don't equate that See, to a werewolf. That's where we could we could start off if we, if the opening is in um, the pub, as you say, it can be him. Maybe he has just come home, and maybe they're welcoming him home. And in that yeah. pub scene, he is told about the madman wandering the moors and the deaths uh, that they've been yeah. around. 
mm. as a folklore. It's this yeah. folklore that they have. And he's like, ha, 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 I don't believe you. Um, and he's like, oh, I'm going home now. He leaves early because he's pissed and he goes <laughs> to wander off home on his own. And they're like, oh, it's not a good idea. He's like, don't worry, I'm I, fine. I think we need to give him a, uh, a moral... Um, dilemma that he fails early on he's he's drunk and so he does the wrong thing uh maybe he starts to wander home because actually he's following a, a one of the women who just left the uh the pub yeah. or something like that or maybe because he's a oh, I don't, well his that's this is the thing do we want to make him a kind of lechy actory type uh a, person who we don't anti-hero sort of thing that we don't who then changes throughout the thing and then we see the the the, the horror that he feels about being a, a thing a creature I, that actually i prefer people. the growth have him yeah have him start off as a bit of a dickhead have him start off as a as a bit of this sort of like unpleasant character and watch that yeah. growth as the human so you start to feel so you start off hating him then you start to like him and then you see the pain that that what's happened to him is causing when he realizes what's at, towards the end of the film once he realizes because i don't think he needs to realize that he's a werewolf until towards the end um i, I think we could you could do that and uh, maybe the <sighs> It, the difficult bit is people who know will know. You've got to have certain things in to do a remake of The Wolfman. You've got to have Larry Talbot. You've got to have the gypsies. You've got to have um, the uh, the curse poemy bit. Uh, you should have the mark of the beast was a symbol on his hand, I think. Mm. Um, which should really be in there. Um, Ooh, in, and in of fact, course, actually, if I'd you say... know that stuff because you've seen the original, you will know that Larry Talbot is the Wolfman. But it would be nice mm. to have the quest, uh, a sort of central question of Act One being, who is the Wolfman? Yeah, and so we don't know. We don't necessarily know that it's it's Larry. Maybe we don't know that it's Larry. And so right from the start, he's the Wolfman, but we don't realise. Hmm. I do... I like the idea of not realising, but I also... Because you could do a flashback like, bit to that at the end and then show hmm. that maybe as he was... Um, I, I remembering, I'm remembering Buffy. Yes. Do you remember, I mean, when, I'm... Do you remember when Oz changed in Buffy? Yeah. Do you remember what it was that caused it? It's been years. It's been it was his I nephew. Can't remember. Oh, okay. His nephew had bitten him and it turned him into a werewolf. Ah, uh, okay. I am going to have to watch the whole of Buffy again now. So this maybe it's something like that that happens maybe in the pub scene, but mm. we don't. Maybe okay. Something maybe he's and we chasing. Don't the two. Maybe he's chasing women. Maybe the uh, some of the gypsies from the camp are in the pub. Yes, and he's, and he's chasing, chasing one women. Of the and one of the women who he's chasing sort of takes him to one, and and they have a torrid affair in the space of a minute, like you'd normally have in a film. And she bites yeah. him, and she's the original werewolf. You could have yes, I like that idea. So. 
yeah, so we open up with the with the thing, and you've got your gyp- you've got the gypsies and doing their thing, and then he's he's being celebrated because he's home, he's having a nice big welcome home party, you know, with his family, yeah, um, you know, because he's come to visit from America or from wherever. If we have to do it from that, um, you've got the gypsies. Well, he's, the he's come well, home. He's, he's an actor. He's been on tour. He's come, he's come home. home. Yeah, he's the prodigal come son. Home. I mean, that line of the he's prodigal returned. son uh, from uh, the, the the Sir John says is is not wrong um yeah he he is uh but so the prodigal son returns so that's the basis of him going home and him being in the pub prodigal son returns they're all celebrating gypsies are in the corner he makes he sort of makes icon he sees this beautiful beautiful gypsy girl Mm -hmm. and he is like i want her and they're like i wouldn't and then he's like yeah but i want her yeah and they're like yeah but there's so much stuff going around you know there's something dodge going on with those gypsies we don't you know and he's like no 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 she's gorgeous she's gorgeous Anyway, they they leave and he's like, I'm going to... And he decides, drunk as a skunk, goes out and follows her, mm-hmm. um, catches up with her. We could have... Because again, this if this is period, it grabs her and he's like, I want you. And she's like, okay then. All right. Like, <laughs> all right. Um, for whatever well, reason, something happens. It can't be unwilling. So she's... she's yeah. w- maybe it's a little bit more rough than you'd like, but you, you've got to hate him at this point. He's a, you could, he's a bit you of could Actually, you could do that thing, but the, the, uh, uh, the, the first she resists and said, don't you know who I am? I'm, I'm a famous and rich actor. And the, the, it, the, it's the draw of who he is that actually makes her consent. Uh... I mean that happens to so many women where they are you they they that the, that's been used to um, coerce and manipulate them into doing it. So we would have that would have to be done very very carefully, in that it would have to be shown that it's really not true consent because there's an old there's a there's a rape myth that goes around which it, 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 and it it's that sort of the fake no with the oh no 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 oh, okay sure yeah yeah yeah, yeah of course, and that of course. perpetuates a lot of problems for women so it would have to be him going don't you know who i am and her there, there's got to be that moment where as, I, I as she it, knows she's the werewolf and she's like i'm gonna get you for this because you are about to do something very bad to me so she yeah. goes go on then and then bites his lip before he can do anything, like does goes to kiss, like he try, he forces to kiss her, and then she bites his lip, and he's like, "Oh, you're crazy!" and then and walks away. So he's never hospitalized. He's just very subtly bitten. Yeah, but that's enough to make him turn. And you see, so you're smiling and walking off into the into the night, and, and then because I think get, you get a lot of women going, "Yes, go girl." I think you because I would. would, and then you get a lot of people killed. The so ne- yeah, right away, be a- you could, you know, next Larry Boom. walks off in into the middle of the night. Um, we then cut to uh, I'm not quite sure what, but something else. Another scene where you could maybe back to the pub, um, and uh, oh, I don't know, maybe back I- to the pub. Uh, so chucking out time, and everybody's coming out, and then there's a werewolf attack, and you could get one of those lovely werewolves, one of the best things in the the remake, those those nice, really silly werewolf attacks where you know claws come through people's mouths or heads just completely mm. come off or things like that. It'd be a lot of fun. Um, Large quantity is excessive amounts of blood and gore. Yeah, 
in that. Yeah, just lots of blood going, like gore and then claws, clips, so we don't really see what's attacking them. We just see yes. something. And that Something is attacking we, them. We see all the blood and gore and stuff, but we don't see exactly what it is. But that is why they come after Larry in the first place, because at that point they knew he was there and he's the only one still alive. We could do that, yeah. Um, I think it might take a little bit of time to, for them to realise it's Larry because I like the idea that he's that they think he's delusional. So there's lots of people that get murdered. So I like the idea. So we go back to because he wouldn't change that quickly. It would be no, no, he wouldn't. But I was thinking it would be it would be the female werewolf who would then. Oh, okay. Uh, so kill she. Them. She... So maybe then you see this this gore thing that happens. Someone actually kills her, maybe, and so she then. So this this evil this this first werewolf is taken out, and they're like, "Oh, you know, did you hear about these these attacks? It was this crazed woman." Yeah. Um, yeah. So we never hear that it's a werewolf. It's this crazed woman. Um, In fact, and, and could, again, the gypsies get put blamed. on. Yeah, I was just about to say it could be put onto the gypsies, and they. So again, they go after the gypsies. Um, again, you can have a gypsy curse in there. So they go after the gypsies. They we will curse your town as they burn the the gypsy camp down. So we're going for gore, like really proper, right. like nastiness right from the start. So you, I would, you'd be engaged straight away and like, oh my god, this is going to be a proper gore film. <laughs> um, and. That scares the crap out of people, but they think they've got the monster. Yeah. Things calm down, and we start to see this cohesive cohesive community celebrating how they've they've defeated this this monster that's been plaguing them, or this mad woman who's clear it was clearly her. She she's clearly this mad woman who's 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 been plaguing the community, and they've killed her, and they're safe now, and everyone's all because co- you said about the cohesive community. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so having something like that, you're stood on my notebook, Pussycat. Don't love the microphone. Don't knock the microphone. It's very delicate. Lie down. Every damn time. Uh, oh, kneecaps. Um, so I like the fact that that could then bring the... Because we could have one werewolf bring the, the community together and then the other one tear them apart because of the, the, the pattern can be different. So we're on the inciting incident right now. We're about 12 pages and 12 minutes into the film. So that yeah. that everything we've talked about right now needs to be about 10 minutes worth of screen time. Yes. We could, in that time, set a couple of other things up as well, like the uh, the gypsy curse thing could be could be set up. Maybe uh, there's a scene where um, well, it's the gypsies who are in the pub who are interacting with the locals. And maybe uh, Lawrence says uh, something along the lines of uh, read, "read my fortune," and and uh, that's where yes. we get the, the uh, you know the, the ah, you have a woman's hand, yeah. my lord. No, that sort of thing. Um, yeah, no, I like that because he because that because the woman that he's interested in, he could ask her to do the fortune telling. Well, I was thinking she that, goes, that, that could be the old gypsy woman who we are about to see burn oh, yeah. to death in in. 10 minutes time you know yeah um, and and that scares um, him but she yes. but that yeah but that but she, uh, but she's he scared, thinks she's scared. crazy he thinks yeah. she's just completely crazy um so it scares her but she and, and the rest of the gypsies kind of go oh! um so but he chases after this one gypsy woman yes which yes. is where we get um, to now so we got tries the to force incident, himself on which her is the, she the, bites him the, the big 
thing. Larry's tootled off home um, and doesn't hear about this until uh, the next day. Um, yes. We've not really given him a journey to go on. We've not really given him anything that he wants right now. And not actually, yet. this is a problem with the original one. There's no emotional throughput. Uh, you know, he starts off by going to find out who where his brother's disappeared just purely because he was asked to by Gwen. And then... Well, this, this, I think, is where we can start bringing that emotional thing in because... Um, somebody can point out that first of all, it was the woman that he tried. Or that they say always, it was the mad woman, the one that the one that you went after. Um, what I think that that the next night again, and because you get full, you get three day, three nights of full moons. The next night could be when he does his first transition, and that it, it now, could be the descent is, into what he thinks is madness. That, this that is something that, I think is very journey. important in the Wolfman film that we saw. That is not the case. It's one transformation per month. But in yeah. most werewolf films, it's three. And I think they do that for a good reason. Because if you have to wait a month for something like we saw in The Wolfman, it leads to a relatively boring um, middle, soggy middle bit where you're just waiting for the next transformation to happen. And over three yeah. nights, if on the third night he is killed then it really compresses the time frame that we've got to tell this story. And it's going to mean things can happen quicker. Well, this is the thing. I mean, I think you've got, because I, I would I would say on this, you could use the first three nights, because you've missed the first one, you've lost the first one because it was her. you got then the next two nights, which is him. Yeah. He thinks he's losing his mind. Yeah. Um, which is when he can get committed so then you've got that that sort of bit where he's got committed. That's your squishy bit in the middle where it, where they're waiting for the next transformation. They think he's insane, and then you have that scene. We could, we could wait the to the following. We could wait to the following month. Mm. And then, if you've got that bit in the middle where they think he's mad, but yeah. he's trying to investigate, he's trying to prove that he's not gone insane. Um, so crucially, he just wakes the Wolfman happens over three months. Yeah. We're really saying right now we want to take that down to one month. So the first yes. night that we were on screen is the first full moon. By the end of the film, that's the second full moon. So we're talking a thirty-day yeah. period, really. Because yeah. uh, that gives time for the two more the transformations in in that period as well. So the first Absolutely. three days, yeah. Um, it's quite intense. So the first two of that, he wakes up. The first one, he wakes up somewhere he doesn't know, covered in blood, and he's like, "What the?" F goes home and he's like, "I think something's happening to me. I don't know what's going on." Um, he starts to believe that he, he doesn't know what's going on, and he thinks he's going insane. Night two, so he's Larry could disappear. Yeah. So we get this debate section in Save the Cat where. Um, the protagonist has doubts about that. We ha again, we haven't given him a want right now, at all. He's just he's just a thing, a, a vessel that things are happening to. So he needs to have something that he wants to achieve and something that he needs to achieve. Well, he wants to know what's going on. He wants to know what's happening to him. Um, everyone thinks he's mad. So by the second night, he's figured out that something's happening to him. I don't, I don't think him. that's strong enough. I think you need something that's, no? that's more visceral. Yeah, yeah. Something that he he's desperate to achieve more than uh, anything else. I think that the 
the the end of the film, the need is that that he needs. Well, I suppose it's the need is that he needs to be killed in the same way as isn't werewolf in London, and that he needs to acknowledge that, and that you know. Um, um then his because this this is where it gets quite difficult because I I like the idea that he it is yeah he thinks that he is because there's got to come a point where he realizes something's going on so the first sort of start of his journey is trying to figure out what's going on and and he comes across maybe an old sort of well maybe he, see, he seeks out the old gypsy and she says to him because uh, she maybe she maybe she's the only one that survives from the fire. Because um, she she is an important character. That's not a bad she, idea, actually. Yeah. So he he asks her, you know, what did you see in my fortune? So after the first, so on the first night, so right, go back. So you've had this big mauling on the first night. They they think they've killed yeah. the the whatever the mad woman who's who's just like massacred a load of people. Yeah. Um, and you could have the, the the psychiatry quack going, oh, but when women lose their marbles and when women are in, they get the strength of ten men. Uh, you know all the crap that there was in the in the in the mental institutions back then, because they weren't they weren't they weren't mental health places. They were institutions. They were asylums. They were not the same as we've got now, really. Mm. Although some practices are not great, but so on the first night, uh, so the first night after, so the second part of the full moon second night of the story where he is now transforming himself um you could have some beautiful scenes where somebody's walking down and then just they disappear they're grabbed um yeah, yeah. and then the net you know you've got all the you've got just random bodies in town uh he wakes up someone he's walking through town in tattered clothes covered in blood and then and people are like it was you and he it doesn't was you know what was going on he, he yeah and he's like what the I oh. must have had an accident. I don't know where, where, where all this blood's come from. Yeah. So they, they immediately... So this is where you said they could then blame him. So they immediately blame him. He runs. So the second... The, the final one on the third night, he runs... He's with the gypsy woman. She said, you know, and asking f- her because he I, wants to know. I tell you what, the gypsy woman at this point could do something to him so that he remembers the transformations. Yes. Yes. So, the, so, the, so far, he doesn't know what's happening. And he begs her to do it. I, you know, please tell me what is going on. Tell me what what's happening to me. And, and tell me, tell she me. Yeah, puts a, a puts the fluids on him. And I thought you were going to say she put the fluids on him. And I was put, like, wow, yes, she you know. puts the fluids on him. Fluids on and him. And he suddenly realizes when the second transformation, the horror of what he's done. Hmm. And you can see some flashbacks and stuff. You'll have a beautiful couple of flashback, horrific flashback scenes of what happens. Yeah. These, you know, um, and he's like, I "Oh my god!" Th- I think this takes care of that part in the story where you've got the kind of the, like the refusal of the call if you were doing Hero's Journey, because I think yeah. that, that at that point the refusal of the call really is um, I, I, I'm something's happening and I don't I don't know what it is and i need to figure out what it is in this case um and going to the gypsy camp and talking to the old woman and maybe at this point maybe he could kill the old woman as he transforms or something see i was thinking that because she's like as you can then see the sort of the moon coming up and she's like oh no it's too late and then you see the transformation her fear and And then she well 
Maybe Ether. she knows. Maybe it's just that blind yeah. acceptance. She knows it's going to happen. And as he's yes. transforming, she stands over him and says, even a man who is... And you get that poem because that, again, massive part of the thing. You've got to put it in for the franchise. That would uh, that would be a beautiful point to put it in as well. So she, as she's doing it, and then he attacks her and eats her. Yeah. Um, and she that that's her that's her story done because I don't think her story goes beyond that. No, it um, certainly is, it's not something that needs to come back up in the, at the end of the film or anything, does it? It's because um... you could also then start seeing the fracturing of the of the community. So they yeah. they can have a, a community meeting on say like so he's no longer transforming. He's back home after this this fight this third night. Uh, he goes out again, obviously after he's eaten her, kills a few more people. This time he wakes up somewhere else, gets home, say, you know. Um, but he goes back and, to his ancestral home. Like, so um, uh, at this point, this needs to, we're at maybe about 20 pages in, something, something like that, 20 minutes into the film. Uh, we've had a couple of transformations. We've had more transformations in this 20 minutes that, than, that than uh, the Wolfman had in the whole <laughs> film. Yeah. Um, we now get what's called the break into two, which is where we're starting to, to get into act two. Um, so the, the doubt of, well, well, it was, it wasn't me. It can't have been me who did this. Please tell me what's going on, which is what we're getting them to ask the gypsy woman about. That's now gone because he knows exactly what it is. The, the sheer horror of what he's done is facing him. Maybe, so maybe he tells he could... somebody. Maybe he tells. That, his I was father. about to say exactly that. I was about to say exactly that. Yeah, and that's where they start going. You must be. In... They they start thinking he's delusional. Maybe they tell his father, played by Ian McKellen, who is yes. devastated by the, the what his son is saying, and and um, and then we get. You see, we we've not introduced the character of Gwendolyn yet, and I'm not sure that we need to. Then I don't think we, get, we need Gwendolyn. No, I mean it's a shame this, because I like <laughs> Emily Blunt. But <laughs> uh, then we get this, this, uh, this thing. Maybe okay. So he goes to his father. Yes, his father seems understanding. Yes, um, his father says, "Don't worry, I'll deal with the." police the militia that whoever is coming out there you rest here and when he comes back we see his father talking to the men and when he comes back he's with the people from the asylum and he says there's nothing yeah. i can do for you you need help you need medical help but not a london asylum a local one because the the whole sort of the idea well, of the community fracturing enough, is a good idea i think maybe because of where i live I was thinking this is the sotort of story that needs to happen in the Cotswolds or the Forest of Dean or somewhere like that. Lots of trees, mm. lots of that sort yeah. of area. No waterfalls, crucially. Um, yes. But, unless you're going to actually have a magic portal behind your freaking water. Yeah. <laughs> unless you're going to use it, don't have a waterfall. Um, but that means that you could use Bristol as your city that has an asylum you don't have to go to london to, to do it you've got a port mm. town now that could be really lovely having a werewolf running through a port yeah with all the 
the, the things that are being offloaded on boats, or maybe you could jump on some sails. And and I, I, I the, the, <gasps> he could get the onto one of the ridiculous the and just utterly kill everybody. You know, the yeah, ridiculousness of the whole uh, idea. Uh, and me being uh, an ex-comedy writer would think that yes, maybe he could climb a sail and then then go down it like Errol Flynn, um, with a, but with or, his claws or, out. You know. Hey, you guys! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but Bristol would all be a the nice nerds setting. Will know that reference. All of the nerds yeah, will know true. that. One. <laughs> Bristol would be a nice setting to do this in, and you don't have that. Um, you know, the the asylum could be right next to the docks in Bristol. Nobody would need know the difference um and and that means you get rid of that whole but it's london so there's got to be a bus and there's got to be the houses of parliament yeah. or there's got to be that that sort of thing um and so we've got already a good chunk of the film that we would have saved is still there all you know a lot of the asylum bits uh we get to see the montage of them being tortured we get all of all of that sort of thing um, they don't believe that he's a. They they think that he's they delusional. think he's crazy. He keeps yeah. trying to convince them that he isn't. Um, yeah, and so and as it gets closer to them, as it gets closer to the next full moon, he gets he's becoming more and more worked up over it as well because the yeah. plan is to put him in this room full of full of professionals on the full moon, and he's going, no, you don't want to do this. I I will I will transform. I will kill people, and he's like, they're like. Don't worry, it's fine. Can I make a suggestion? You're just go on, go on, go on. We do have Gwendolyn in this film, but she but. is a nurse. Yes. She is the only person who starts to believe yes. him. Yes. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Whilst he's in I like this thing. That. Because at this point, thirty pages in, we need a B story to come in. We need a subplot. Yeah. So she Maybe she starts, so yeah, so she, she starts to believe him. She takes, she, she has empathy for him and, and, and she's trying, so that, that can be the little love story that you have. And, yeah. and in, in the story, because again, she can help him come to, ter- that they, they can, she, she can be a major part of his emotional growth. Yes. Um, Cause again, he's treated women badly up until this point. Yeah. And this is possibly, you know, and he starts to, sort of grow so she actually helps him with his other problems <laughs> exactly. um, because that's what that's his that's his his want as a character to begin with he's come home he he wants to to sow his wild oats that's why you know mm. he's he's out all that he wants to part he thinks that the pinnacle of the success that he's got as, a, as an actor means that he can do anything he wants he's on top of the world yeah. and then this thing happens to him and then that's the, the kind of push at, it, so. at first when they first meet he could be trying it on with Gwendolyn but she's just and he's like do you know who I am yeah yeah and she's like I'm not impressed by that yes and that could be the first woman who's just like who's ever just gone there could be a I'm lovely little, lovely little scene in there. If, if instead of the sort of asylum that we saw, I mean, have that, but have you know more rooms that people are in. Uh, yeah. So, so there could be a point where it says, "Do you know who I am? I'm Larry Talbot." And then next door you hear something, "No, I'm Larry Talbot." 
And then oh, you could yeah. And then I'm Larry Talbot. Kind of yeah, Spartacus like moments from from there. I was, again that that sort of comedy thing in me just goes. Then the last person goes, I'm Spartacus. <laughs> um. <laughs> and and her line would be something along the lines of, "You think that's impressive? Napoleon's at the end of the corridor." Yeah, and that that's it. He she, she's unimpressed with him. Mm-hmm. He he, you know. You can, and there's actually, um, so he's he could be quite annoyed with her for he the thinks, fact that he, he thinks he's something special because because yeah. that's how people were treating actors as something special. She yeah. doesn't treat him like that, and it's the first time it's happened. Yeah, and so it's the and he's first used to being able to manipulate back. and no. coerce and what have you. And she just isn't having any of it. She is not having this, and she's just like, yep, nope. Um, so yeah, that that would be really good. I like that that sort of idea that she's just not impressed by him in the slightest, <laughs> and he's not used to this. So that could be another piece. Again, that keeps it engaging whilst we're not having any transformations and focuses on the character, and gives you story yeah. and gives you substance beyond just gore. We're really talking about between five and ten minutes of screen. Ten minutes might even be too much time. Mm. But we need to set this up. We need to set up the Doctor at this point. And now we're breaking in sort of 30 minutes in the script into what Blake Snyder calls fun and games. Um, and it's the point where... Um, the, <gasps> the idea is the protagonist has got has acquired some power... And now has some fun with it, and this mm. this runs for about twenty pages. So, this needs to be something that is, you know, a big chunk of the movie. Um, mm. I don't think you'd want to do a twenty-minute uh, wolf scene, but you know, no. But I I think when he does change, just as a thing, as I just put face to face, I think when he does change, so we get, you have that, like, these beautiful five minutes where he's being, well, not beautiful five minutes, but you have these five minutes where it's a combination of her, like the juxtaposition of her her tenderness with him and not being impressed by his his power or his status and... The, the 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 contrast between that and the torture so you see him tortured and then you see her looking after him you see him tortured her looking after him mm-hmm. him begging her for help and she's like i wish i could i can't i can't let you out you know you are here for a reason mm. um and she's sort of doubting that he's actually mentally un mentally unwell or that he's suffering from a delusion but like you say there's something in her that she's kind of going this isn't yeah. This isn't something's not right, and then you have that thing. But this time the doors are actually not not just open inwards, and so, so the, well, this is where we are. The fun and game stuff, I suppose, really needs to start with that scene. Yeah. So we've got to. We're already okay. We're already. But remember we've already face compressed to face because I've got to remember that because that's going to happen after this scene. So he's going to come yeah. face to face with her as he's coming out as the Wolfman. And he's got to make like, a conscious decision not to kill her. Yeah. So everybody he's killing everybody else. else. needs to die, but she doesn't. Mm. Yeah. So he's how goes, about this? Because oh. 20 minutes is a, is a, is a fair chunk of, of screen time. We get 
probably about a five minute scene, which is the doctor uh, explaining what he's doing. Maybe actually, as we're setting all of this stuff up, the doctor doesn't treat the nurse very well either. And so part of the reason that they connect is because they can both connect over that one thing that they don't like the doctor very much. Yeah, because he can witness the fact that he's treating her badly as well. And maybe she could have the line at some point, well, you know, if I was insane, I'd slit his throat or something like that. Yeah. And that's Um, all you could then have a flashback. So when he does actually kill the doctor, what he does is he slits the doctor's throat with his claws so when he yeah. changes the first person he does he go you see him sort of coming up behind the doctor the doctor turns around and you just see this swipe across the neck which you goes back to her nice. line okay so we've now got he's so he's been in there for 30 days because we've now got another transformation scene what might be really nice which we haven't uh it is a series of flashbacks so um, don't be for a sec with this because it might be kind of a bit convoluted. So <laughs> we see him pushed into that that lecture hall. The lecture starts, yeah, and they give him an injection of something, yeah, and then nothing. He can't remember anything, and he mm. wakes up. It's so the next thing we see is he's woken up, and. He is. He doesn't know where he is. Maybe he's in a. He's not in the asylum somewhere. anymore. He's not in the asylum anymore. He's his clothes are all completely ripped, and much like the you know we we were told would happen with the gypsy woman that he'll start remembering the the things that are happening. He's. We suddenly see flashbacks as he's starting to sit up. We flash back then to the lecture hall again, and we actually see the transformation happening. Yeah, and we see, and we see that happening in little bits and bobs, which means we can cut out a lot of extraneous stuff that you don't really need, a lot of connecting tissue, but we can still mm. get those action scenes in. Because when he does them, you know, when they injection, that's some beautiful cinematography that we can do, you know, where it goes, sound effects, but it's like the, it's almost like a visual thing where it's cutting out the memory, we could visually show the memories cutting out and then blank. Yeah, and then he's awake, and we can mirror that first time where he woke up. So yes. he woke up in the woods last time, and then covered in blood with ripped clothes. This time, it, not in the woods, but something mirroring that in the port. But you know what would be nice if he woke up in the woods, and there was still a little bit of moonlight coming through. Mm. And then when he wakes up, I, I, I'm let's say in the sewers near the the the, the port. He's underground, but there's a grate above him, and there's still a little bit of moonlight coming. A little through. bit of moonlight, so yeah. That really would do, so. You only need a little thing to mirror it, and that that yeah. is that moonlight that just hits, just yeah, just that little sliver, sliver of moonlight. And as we're as we're seeing him wake up, the first thing, oh, oh, yeah, we see these little snippets of what happened we get the nice bits that i like so i like the fact the doctor is thrown through the window and then is impaled on a spike i think that's brilliant yeah so we get to see that we get to see people's limbs being ripped off because that was fun we get to see we do need we do need to see the doctor have his throat because it because if you use the line if i was insane i'd i'd slit his throat 
whatever she says to him in terms of how she would kill him is how he's going to kill it, is how I yes. think he should so, kill it. I mean, it, it could so, be, if it was up to me, I'd throw him through a window. And and, and that that is exactly yeah. what he does, you know. Yeah, that um, I, I like that because, because then you get to keep that scene. You get to keep that scene yeah. because I quite yeah. like him going through the window and landing on the spike. So, yeah, we also that, We also so get to uh, sort of subconsciously see the influence that she's having on him at the same time. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. And then... At some point during that montage, he, you know, he's sort of grabbing his clothes and maybe he's trying to, to, to uh, under under the sewers, maybe he's trying to, to sort of wrap himself up in, in something. Maybe he's naked. Maybe he's trying to find things to, to cover himself over with. One of these flashbacks uh, it, it has, has got Gwendolyn in it and then he stops and goes, Gwendolyn. And then you cut again to the other flashback and you see the wolfman stop and look at her. And then turn yes. away and run. We all, even, you could, I've just got the image in my head. So he picks up something that reminds me of her. goes, Gwendolyn. And then it flashes back and he's coming down the hallway and she's there and she goes, <gasps> and he's, like you said, he stops. Somebody goes to grab her to pull her out of the way. He sees that as a threat and he attacks the person attacks who's her. grabbing her. Yeah, yeah. But does and and saves her as the Wolfman yeah. in his head. He's saving her, but this other person is actually trying to save. Her. So yeah. this other person tries to move her out the way, but pushes her and she slams against the wall. He then goes for that person, rips him apart. Yeah, looks up. She's face to face with him, and it's just that moment, just a few seconds, and then he just sniffs. And then turns away and then rips the shit out of everybody else. I like I like the idea that there's that moment, but I also think that we need that thing where he's protects he, in it, that the audience can see actually there's something more to there's this. There's still that Yeah, there's something of him still in the actual actual thing. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that you know, and and yeah. And then there's that moment: is, is she? Is he going to kill her? No, no, he's not. He's he's he. That's because we could also mirror that with something in the when he when she first comes in. Yeah. To that room, he could go. Oh, what's that perfume? I like that. You smell yeah. nice. Or make a comment of how she smells, so that then when you see him go, you've then yes, of course, you've then got um, it links back to that. Uh, so we link yeah, back yeah. to the conversations they've had because that I love doing that though. So. I love it when films do that. So I think we need, I, I proper wet my knickers when that happens. So and then, we've probably still got about 10 minutes to play with in this, this little bit. What we need to do is get him to a point where he then gets something that he wants. And up until now, the thing that we've actually got him wanting is <gasps> Gwendolyn. I know, I know what to do. Okay. You're too excited about goes, this. I know. But he, I, he could go to her for help. Well, he could... But I think that should be at the end of the 10 minutes or so. So the last sort of scene. And then, you know, that is the point where they, they connect. And, we could have a nice, uh, and stuff. yeah, nice little love scene when they, when then they can have a werewolf baby. No, yeah. Um, yeah. that's werewolf too. That's Wolfman too. But, um, but yeah, so getting what he wants is going to be at the end of that 10 minutes, which is, which is Gwendolyn, where he, where he goes to her so we need to her. throw we need to throw another obstacle in his way before we get to that point. Mm, maybe the police at this point are looking for him. Well, maybe actually this might be the point where we introduce the police into it because we haven't got Abilene yeah. in there yet. He hasn't worried too much about the uh, the killings so far. So maybe we introduce yeah, so Abilene at this point. 
Yeah, um, I think that's a good point to introduce him because but the cru- <laughs> the big point here is he doesn't know that it's La- uh, Lawrence Talbot, yeah. and anybody who might have been able to tell him that is now dead. Yes. So that okay, that's that's good. Um, okay, we introduce him. We get the Wolfman to Gwendolyn. They have their moment. We are now at page fifty-five. We're now right in the center of the film. Yes. Uh, so it's all downhill from here, guys. Uh, yeah. The <laughs> next, the next thing in the beach sheet is the bad guys close in. Um, yeah. So in this instance, are we going to treat the police like because the Wolfman film treated the police like the bad guys? Are we going to treat the police like the bad guys? Or are we going to treat Larry like the bad guys closing in on the police? Although there's no reason why he should. I would say the police closing in on Larry because they could still believe that he's mentally ill. Even fact, not just the police. I would say no, 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 not the police, not oh, the police. No, no, no. This the is no, the police. Is, well, the, well, we're, we're still in Bristol City. That's. But I actually that kind of works for me because let's say the police are closing in. Um they know it's they know it's Larry, so he's got to hide. He's gone to Gwendolyn to try and hide in the first place. Again, this sort of picks up on what happened in the Wolfman anyway. Uh but they don't know who he is. Um and that that gives them a reason to go to Gwen's house in the first place because she's a the only survivor of the thing and they need to talk to her. Rather than yeah. just, hey, something unconnected with you has happened in London. Why don't we go and see this person? Because that never made yeah. sense to me in the in the actual. So the bad guys are closing in. Um, this is again. This is like twenty minutes of the of the film that we've got a uh, we've got to fill. Um, let's get uh, let's say three obstacles that we can throw in Larry's way that will will prevent Larry from getting further, but might get the police in there. I suppose the first one is the police show up and they're together, so they have to get over that. Yeah. Uh, at this point, Larry's on the run and he's a human being with yes. nothing. Um, so what? Well, let's get a cu- couple of other th- points in there that we can do to, uh, uh, to get him back into... Uh, just bear with me a second. My cat is is telling me that she's dying. I'll pause. Um, right. So yeah. So we're at a point. We've we we need another thing that's going to stop him. We've already got the police got finding police. him. He's now on the run. What does he do? Um, and how do the police then try and stop him? Because we haven't got any of the. Because we've not done the village getting torn like tearing themselves well, we apart kind, no we haven't we haven't but we are where we are <laughs> the thing think. is i don't think we need it, 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 it no it i i think that, that what we've got is enough we've got a little bit of village yeah. tearing itself we've got a community that's going oh my god what's happening i think that's enough mm. uh, to, to sort of put the point across but um uh i think I mean, I think because we're approaching that. So you've got another three sets of transformations that we can put in. Well, um, we've got no, we've got another two that we 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 can do. We've got oh yes, because we've just done the first the one, so we've, we've got the, the first two. One. We've got tonight and the next one. So by the end of tonight, that's fine. Like, like I said, we've got another twenty minutes. We can do another t- transformation in that time. Well, maybe he tries to sneak onto a boat 
so that he can escape. So she sneak tries to idea. sneak him onto a boat. Um, so he tries mm-hmm. to escape, and that night, so that's that. So the boat doesn't sail for mm-hmm. whatever reason, and he transforms whilst he's on the boat. Okay. Um. So we get another, and this time we see it full on. Because we've mm. we've hinted at it the first time, we've flashed back the second time. Now we get full on transformation the third time. Yeah, and we see the lot. We see the yeah. brutal truth of what's going on. Yeah. Um, and, and maybe at the end of this, because Abilene has to come in on this at some point, so he can he can get come in get involved. So you were going to say, yeah, yeah. At the end of this, sorry. Well, yeah, okay. So they know that he's around the docks area at some point, uh, you know, in that place because he went to visit Gwendolyn. He finds yeah. himself back at the docks. He, he stows aboard a, a boat. Um, she can help him do that as well. She could help him do that as well. And um, maybe Abilene has been smart enough to keep an eye on her and he sees yes. them. So he gathers a load of police around. Oh, Yes, to, I see. To it's wait going. for him to come off the boat because he knows the boat's not sailing because he stopped the boat from sailing. Yes. Hey, yes. We're nearly there. And um, so essentially, and, and then oh, we can maul all the police. We can maul all of the police. He can finally see that this isn't a man. This is a monster. And yeah. Larry can run, uh, run away, run back to the village. Yes. With Abilene in, in hot pursuit, there could be a really nice moment where Abilene uh, gets a a, um, a a horse and cart or a, a, a carriage, two horses on a carriage, and he's chasing after the wolfman, yeah. and the wolfman stops and kills the horses, and yes. then runs away, and and you know, uh, finally he makes it back to the ancestral home. Because um, do we want do we want Abilene to bring Gwendolyn to? Because you could say clearly you are the only one that he can connect to. You might be able to to stop him. Well, and once the horses are dead, him. he'd have to go back to Bristol anyway. So yes, I think at the next point you want Abilene to to bring Gwendolyn. Have this brilliant idea to to bring her along to try and yeah to try and because she's now under arrest for aiding and abetting. Yes. There we go. So <laughs> yeah, so that is it? it isn't it. So he, so he kills the the horses. He um Abilene goes back to get Gwendolyn, goes, "Right, I've got an idea." Get get you know, gets Gwendolyn, gets a gun with a silver bullet. Um she's going again. I can hear her in the background. <laughs> um this is once again gone. Tash's pussy, pussy being made my pussy front making and a lot of noise. Of podcast. Yeah. yeah. My my yeah. pussy is complaining right now. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear her on the on the mic, but all I can hear in the background. So my cat, just to the audience, my cat does this. She um she thinks if she leaves the room and meows, I'm gonna go and check to find her because occasionally what she does is sneaks into other like gets into rooms and then gets locked in them. She hasn't yeah. done that for a while. I sound awful as a cat mum, I really do. Um, and I'm trying to discourage this behavior. It's so hard because she sounds so pitiful and I just want to go and give her a hug. But I know it's just going to encourage the behavior if I do. It's just incredibly, I, it's heartbreaking to hear well, I can imagine. Yes, it would be, wouldn't it? Um, I have, a, I, I like the idea that when Larry wakes up as a human again, he finds himself back at the, at his stately home. 
and he finds that he's killed his father. <gasps> yeah. And that moment. No. Yes. Father. <laughs> oh, then, then Father! that's the Father. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know exactly what I was going for. There. I did it absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so we have now about this point, we've got about 10 minutes worth of screen time that we have to film. Um, and, uh, so this is, uh, the, the kind of the realization, I suppose that he has to maybe take his own life or that he's, yes. you know, the, re- the, he, cause so far he's followed his wants. Yes. He thought that the first want was the the gypsy woman. We're aware that he wants to sow his wild oats. That's the thing that's driving him. That's the thing that's motivating him. That's the thing that first made him interested in, in Gwen, but obviously that's changed over time. And then he then got that when we, we did the earlier bit where they meet up after he's escaped from the asylum. So he's he's got that, and then he realizes actually what he needs, and what he needs is to be selfless, to protect other people, because yes. he's just killed somebody that he genuinely did love, genuinely really did, care, yeah, yeah. care about it. Um, and so we've got this, this is called the dark night of the soul. Um, <laughs> we, uh, and then yes, so we're dark of the soul break into three is, is where we're at in the, in the beat sheet. Um, he comes to the realization that he has to, uh, do something to kill himself. He maybe he is, um, all ready to do it when yeah. Abilene turns up with Gwen and doesn't yeah. want to listen. And so, um, because he's still at this point, he still doesn't want to die. He just yeah. wants to turn himself into the police. Yeah. Um, but, but Abilene doesn't want to listen. He's seen the monster. He wants to kill the monster. Yeah, I mean, why would he want to turn himself into police if he's just because he knows that being okay, so being put in a cell would stop people dying, dying. Yeah, yeah. so he's thinking he's not quite there at the I have to kill he's, myself. He's yet. not quite there yet, but he's getting there, and he knows that's the thing the that can help could come him. in. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> that's where the water. The, the, uh, <laughs> he knows the thing that can stop that can help him is the police because they will lock people up, and mm. they will lock people up and not get him out every so often. Whereas the other one was just locking him up. When he's in the asylum, he just wants to remain locked up. Yeah, because we can at see least until like, the whole Gwendolyn yeah. thing happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so at this point, oh, Abilene turns up. He just wants to shoot Larry. Maybe he does shoot Larry, but Larry runs away again. He escapes, and because it's not a silver bullet, it yeah. doesn't do anything to him. Maybe. Yeah, so he, so yeah. Ah, no, instead of, instead of him wanting to get locked up by the police, mm. he, I think he maybe wants to kill himself, but he needs a sil- silver bullet. He doesn't have one. And when Abilene comes out um, and he points the gun, he's like, well, if, they, they you know, won't necessarily know that about the whole silver bullet thing, because in, in the world uh, of the Wolfman, the only people that knew were the gypsies and we've already killed them off. Well, maybe that's something that she could have told him. When she told him about the curse, the only thing that will take you her out is do that whole bullet. American werewolf thing where right as she's saying that, she's saying, you need to kill yourself. 
Yeah. The only and thing that will work is a silver bullet. bullet. And maybe yeah. when Abilene turns up with Gwendolyn, that altercation, okay. he gets shot point blank but range. Not. And yeah. he looks at that and he looks up and says, you can't kill me, not without a silver bullet. And then he runs. Yeah. Um, because when, when Abilene turns up, he's like, because he could be going, you, you know, like you say, he could be Abilene really angry as well. He could be, you shouldn't have brought her here. I'm going to kill her. I don't want to, but I'm going to kill her. Yeah. And Abilene's like, if you're going to kill her, I, you know, I have no choice but to arrest you. He's like, no, don't arrest me. You have to kill me with a silver bullet. He no, could, yes, I'm actually, going to arrest you. He could do that. And yeah. then he could see the dead body of Sir John mauled. Yeah, and then shoot And then him. The, yeah. that's the thing that makes him shoot him because it's so you know, a, such a visceral reaction to it. Yeah. And he's like, that's not, that wasn't a silver bullet. That's not going to do anything. Um, and runs away. And, and, and of course you've got Gwendolyn going, no. And funnily enough, we've got to the point of, of uh, beat 13, which is actually the, the break into three where we hear, you know, the, the information rem reminded by the Oracle. The Oracle was the old woman and the information is the silver bullet, which is the point we've actually got to right now. And so it's we're on page you know, sort of 85 and now we need to get to page 110, um, uh, 25 pages, 25 minutes, um, which is essentially a massive chase using yes. everything. So uh, what would be really nice, you know, in old black and white films where um, the comedy ones where the villains being chased and then the tables are turned and then the heroes are being chased. Yes, we could do that. Totally. Do so they're that. chasing him through the woods and then they're he turns him into the, the werewolf and, and then chases Obviously, Abilene's brought a load of wolf, uh, a load of, sorry, a load of um, uh, policemen with him. Because um, this is where you could get the villagers involved as well. You could get the villagers involved at this point, maybe. Okay. Because again, as Abilene, he's like he could do a call to action for the villagers, saying because his, his all his and police so have been. Abilene like, turns up with the police and with all the villagers behind him because they've all heard what's happened. Yeah, and that's where this moment happens. So all of the villagers watch him get shot. All of the villagers, so they're all in that that moment that the you know. Uh, that the, they they all experience that thing, and then they they see the run, and then it's like a a charge to actually capture him, and yeah. then so obviously at that point uh, we get the transformation scene, and now we've just got ten minutes of we've just got to kill as many people as we can for yes. like, in the in the words as as fun and exciting ways to find to, to dismember and to kill and to destroy people as we absolutely as we can but by this point they could be back in the woods they've all separated out some bright spark and what's gone you group go that way we'll surround him we'll separate and they're all sort of off in different directions and then when he starts chasing them everyone yeah. just goes Phew! and then he's like yeah absolutely like you see people like limbs going up in the trees and yeah yeah just a massive gratuitous bloodbath for no other reason than it's a werewolf film, and that's what it's you a werewolf need film, to and that's what werewolf. you do with werewolf films. Yeah, yeah. You, you and can't then ob like obviously we need to get to a point where where Larry does get killed. I don't know how, but somehow, um, <gasps> go if we go back, there must be something. So oh, I've forgotten about the cane. So you know, 
Oh, in uh, Wolfman, he uh, in one of the opening scenes, he was in a, a train, and he's mm. talking to. I can't remember who the actor was. Um, anyway, he's talking to to somebody who has a cane and passes it to him. And it's a sword cane. Yeah, that in the original Wolfman, that cane belonged to Sir John. Right. And it's got a silver tip. And it's the thing, as the Wolfman attacks Sir John, Sir John beats the Wolfman to death with it. And of course, because it's silver, it's the thing that could stop him. Yeah. So we could, that could still be there. But as as Abilene goes out, as they you, go you to run. You could introduce that cane into it and, and have Sir John use that cane all the time. Yeah. So that's just part of the character. And then... Everybody runs apart from Abilene, who recognizes that he needs silver and goes on the hunt for it. And the first thing he comes across is that cane. Yes. And, and you so see he, the silver mark. The he, mark. He, he looks at the cane and sees it it's, down. it's genuine. He yeah. makes a bullet from it. I know that's a bit far fetched, but where will film? Um, and then he's got this this silver bullet that he can that he can find. Well, he could take it to the local um, metalsmith person. Uh, whatever they're called, ironmongers. Uh, yes, yes. Um, um, and say, I need this to be be turned into bullets. I need you to check that. You know. The the the. Um, I've forgotten what the proper name for it is as well. No, no, but he could be part of the militia, and as the militia are running off, he could grab him. Yeah, and say, "Come with me," and then uh, goes and finds something, and then maybe goes into the house and look for anything silver. And they all the the three of them, because Gwen's going to be there as well. They're looking for something yeah. silver. He finds the cane and he thrusts it into the this the the um, blacksmith's hand. That's the name of it, uh, and says, "Turn this into silver bullets." Um, yeah, and that gives him a gives us a bit of a pause, and why he's not ahead of the crowd as well when uh, with it. So yes, eventually. There's lots of death and killing and destruction and uh, and everything. Um, and uh, Abilene eventually turns up with the one gun that can uh, save his life. And Gwendolyn, because he's a fucking idiot. Um, go on. Because when there could come a point where he's about to shoot the werewolf and the werewolf not... Because I like the idea of Gwendolyn having to kill him. Yeah. Um, so the werewolf could knock him, knock the gun out as he... You could do a officer. lovely thing, a lovely playing with the audience thing there, where you know all of your shots—they're all setting Abilene up as the hero at this point. You do the whole, the 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 kind of the Marvel hero shot that everyone's aware of, yeah. on the ground looking up, sort of pushing into the to the character and all of that sort of stuff. And then as he's about to fire the gun, wham! He's dead. Just yeah. like that, he's dead. Gun. And that's it. Um, and Gwendolyn then has to get the gun, and he doesn't want to kill Gwendolyn. But he will, um, it, and there's that kind of that standoff thing that that has to happen, and other people are coming to, and he destroying them as the, as they're happening, and at that point, Gwen, Gwendolyn's got the gun, and she has to shoot him. Yeah, and that's the end of the film. Because I like the idea. Of, so she, I like the. I can see in my head as as she stood there, and there's a standoff between them. She's pointing the gun, yeah. shaking, yeah. and he's. There, it's that standoff, and he's just sitting there going, <sighs> <sighs> and then there's people coming at them, and mm -hmm. he's just 
fighting them away and she's just stood there pointing the gun frozen and like all the and then and there's there's a moment and he she, she could drop to her knees she could start crying there could there's, I, yeah she knows who it is she knows what it is she doesn't want to kill him um, but I think but that moment, there's a little bit of him inside. So we've, we've been pushing this throughout the whole film. So when there's a pause, he could very, because again, we could fuck with the audience, make him look like he's going to kill her. So mm. he goes charging over and then he stops and just stops with her, with the gun on his chest. Yeah. And he just stands there. And you can just see that you can see it like either a tear or just a small nod or something to indicate something to her. Something to indicate that she actually that's what she does to what do it. wants in the first place, yeah. And yeah. then as she shoots him, you have that moment as he, the, where they look into each other's eyes and it's just this, just a pause, just a few seconds. And then he falls. And then when he slowly transfers back, but before he dies, he's like, it's okay. It's okay. Mm -hmm. something like that because i think and then and then that moment where she's like no <laughs> snot and tears you know yeah. um i think that would be quite a powerful moment there where it's it's that it's okay that you know he he knows what he needs and it's got to be her there's this unique connection with her and we've played on that so we have to use it at the end yeah i think titles roll that's it mid-title sequence Two months later. Uh, yes, Gwendolyn, I can tell you, you. You are two months later. She gives birth. No. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very quick pregnancy. Very, Where yeah. were pregnancies in the past? Uh, yeah, no, two months later. Because they're seven she, times yeah. quicker than normal pregnancies. <laughs> so two months later, she's, two months with, later, the doctor she's he, with the doctor. And he says, yes, I can. I'm very happy to tell you you're pregnant. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> Big that credit, would yes, be. and then set up for, for and then for, a claw comes through a stomach. <laughs> but yeah, no, you, you could have do that. that. A claw comes through a stomach, and then Gwendolyn wakes up, and then the thing goes black. So it's that, <laughs> it's a drip. But yeah, so you know, no, no idea. It was all, yeah, it but might no, like be. The, it is, yeah, it's but, all yeah. a dream. Um, <laughs> but now I do like the idea of the that That's little it. mid mid credit scene of. I'm pleased to tell you. You are pregnant, and it's just that that you see her go pale. Yeah, and it's like, what the fuck? So then that opens up for the next the next film, if you want to do it. Oh, I could you could you could no a little bit of play on that. I'm pleased to tell you you're pregnant, and then she looks absolutely shocked, horrified, and then we do see the hand coming through the claw coming through a a, a stomach and reaching out, and then a, a flashback to just a, her normal face, and the doctor says, "Are you all right?" It's just, must yeah. be a bit of a shock. Well, for she you. could she could have that moment of nightmare where she gives birth. You know, she's she's this mm. monster. Yeah, so that moment of the flashback <laughs> nine months at, at nine months where the claw comes through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And well, because it, it, cause it cause, yes, because that's yeah, but. Yeah, and then right. it, go, it goes and, back to a face. Yeah, and, and there it is. That is our film. That is our film, film that we would like to make. Please give us three hundred million dollars. Um, be nice, but there you go. Uh, the, this million this is, dollars. 
This has been Murdering a Podcast. We have been going for quite a while now, so we're gonna gonna end it there. Show notes are on murderingapodcast.com, yes. uh, as well as all sorts of other information. If you'd like to support us for doing all the things that we're doing, then you can find that there as well. Until next time, thanks for coming along and do let us know what you think of our version of the Wolfman. See you next time, folks. And, oh, oh, before we go, before we go, Ooh, before can we I go, say yes, yes, go ahead. If you have any ideas of films that you want us to rewrite, mm. Let us know. The more obscure, possibly the yes. better. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll find out what what comes up. But if but then... if it's as bad as Wolfman, I might I might not like you afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> bye, everybody. Take care. We'll bye. see you next week. Bye bye. That was Murdering a Podcast. And if you'd like to find out more information about the podcast, the Mystery Lounge, or anything mentioned in the show, please head over to murderingapodcast.com. The music was The Secret of Tiki Island by Kevin MacLeod, and the producer was Steve Meller. Until next time, thanks for listening.